Welcome to the Faith Mama Mondays podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. And we're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up. A lot. But we have been called to a mighty work. Motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mama Mondays is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ told us together. Welcome to Faith Mama Mondays. Hello, Faith Mamas, and welcome to another episode of Faith Mama Mondays. We are so grateful that you tuned in, and today's episode is going to be awesome. We are digging into our launch of the Faith Mamas Radio Network. So we'll be talking about, um, you know, what's in store, what you guys can expect, and uh, we're looking forward to an awesome conversation tonight. So I'm going to kick it over to my sister, Janice, for the Mom Life Roll Call. Yes, super excited to do Mom Life Roll Call today, guys, and for those who are joining us for the first time or may not be familiar with Mom Life Roll Call, this is a segment of the podcast where we share stories of motherhood or things that we've experienced from our awesome children, uh, maybe experiences that make you laugh, they make you cry, they make you want to scream, they make you wonder why. <laughs> there are plenty of things that can make you wonder. But the one thing I can tell you is that we all share um, very, I'm sure, common experiences, and hopefully Mom Life helps to uplift everyone and since Ryan was talking about the, um, the radio station that we have coming out, I'm excited because I'm believe we're going to be able to share some of these mom life moments on that station too. So if you haven't shared one yet, please feel free to like share one on our page or definitely hold on to it because you know we're going to give you an opportunity to join us. And every week, my awesome daughter allows me to co-host. She co-hosts mom life with me. So. Let's get going. Yeah, you know London's ready. She's she just knows when I'm recording, and she knows when we're talking about mom life. And she just chimes right on in. <laughs> so, you ladies, do you all have any mom life moments that you heard of or that you experienced over the past week? Well, first, let me just say that I think that your mom life welcomes keep getting even more awesome. Like this time, it sounded a little like you were harnessing Dr. Seuss, like with some of the rhyming, and then London jumped in. It was just like perfect. It's like so poetic. So <laughs> I just just wanted to say, go you, because that was awesome. And um, I wanted to share a really quick mom life moment. I don't know if this, this these types of moments only happen moms of boys. I'm not sure you guys can let me know, because I've never, you know, had a girl. Um, so excuse the little TMI. But my, one of my sons decides that he never wants to have clothes on, ever. <laughs> and then when he does have clothes on, he wants to take his private parts out of his clothes and just sit with them out of his clothes. <laughs> and I'm just like, why are you doing this? I constantly find myself saying, Noah, pull up your pants. Noah, you cannot take off your clothes in the middle of a restaurant. Noah, we're at the park. Please put your underwear back up. Like, constantly <laughs> telling him that this is inappropriate behavior. And he thinks it's hilarious. And I'm like, what? 
where did this come from? Like, is this, I don't remember. Maybe I was in like the first baby haze, but I don't remember Micah doing this. And Noah's just like, whoop, yeah, hey, oh, yeah, let me show you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's my current mom life, and I'm trying to understand how to get him to keep his stuff in his pants and in his underwear. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. God, that's funny. That is like the perfect mom life moment. Oh, <laughs> is it kind of embarrassing? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh man! Oh god! So I won't, I won't, I won't leave you. I'm gonna stand right in solidarity with you on this exposure <laughs> mom life moment. So, um. I I went to pick Brooklyn up from daycare. Um, I think like two days ago, and the daycare provider comes to me and she's like, you know, because um, Brooklyn had on different pants that she than she did when she went to school and I picked her up. So um, she was like, yeah. So at, during nap time, um, I went to go check on the kids and make sure everybody was okay and sleeping and. Brooklyn was awake, and she took her pants and her pull-up off, and <laughs> she had pooped. And I was like, what? She did what? <laughs> like, first off, I've never even really, like, she doesn't, like, she's almost two, so she doesn't really have, like, the, I didn't think she had the, like, coordination skill to, like, remove her own pants and pull-up. But apparently she does, and she did so during nap time <laughs> while all the other kids were asleep, so... <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just when I thought we had graduated from talking about exposure and like we knocked the poop, Brooklyn didn't let me know. She put both of them in the story, so we still get to talk about poop. Wow. Oh, so my moment, interestingly enough, I think this mom like moment I'm going to share is more about me <laughs> in London. <laughs> so here we go. Um, you know, I'm dropping her off. Thank you know, daycare. Um, her preschool one day this week. And um, we're going in, and she wanted to sit down at the table with all of her friends. And so um, as she's going to sit down, she finds her chair, and I'm hanging her jacket up, and I turn around and tell everyone goodbye and tell her to have a good day. And so she stops me because she wanted to give me a hug. And so she gets up, and I tell her to come on, and she runs over and gives me a hug. And as she gets up to give me a hug, um, one of I'm going to just refer to this child as a blessed child of God because I don't know who's listening to the podcast. So this blessed child of God takes her chair and sits in her seat. And so she walks over to this blessed child of God to get back in her seat. And he, oh, I gave away there was a he. What it was, a he, he pushes her. And guys, I saw colors. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So let's figure out how to handle this. So immediately the teacher says, you know what, hey, don't do that. And so I interject as if I'm the teacher. I say, well, hi, how are you? I said, well, it's not nice to do that. We won't push, do we? And can we let London have her chair? And this blessed child of God is looking at me like, no, <laughs> lady, I'm not giving this chair up. And you guys, I'm going to tell you something. I saw myself throwing this kid out the chair. Like, I just saw all sorts of things I wanted to do to him. And I was like, okay, 
this is not godly and this is wrong and what example am I giving like everyone like I'm about to fight a three-year-old over a chair <laughs> that's not cool <laughs> so I had to get myself together and I said okay London how about we find you another chair and so you know and you know he's still staring at me like she's not getting this seat and I was thinking to myself can't get in trouble this morning fighting with a three-year-old and what kind of example am I setting? Mom life moment when you have to defend your child. <sighs> That's all I had to say. <laughs> I saw colors. I didn't just see red. It was colors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I, can, I feel like I can relate to the sentiment though. Like, it, I just feel like I haven't been in that exact situation but anytime you feel like there's like a uh, offense committed toward your child, like the mama bear just immediately erupts. Yeah, yeah and I rationale went out the door. Like I was not rational at all. <laughs> because later the Holy Spirit's like, okay, you know how you could have handled that? You should have told her to look at him and say, that's okay. You can have this chair. I'm going to sit in another one. You know, but I was like, forget that. I mean, first of all, there's no chivalry. You (laughs) put the chair and you pushed her. Like, no. And I was like, okay, God, I could have handled it a little bit better. I know. But, y'all, I saw colors. I didn't calm down until I got to work at lunchtime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That That mama bear, when that mama bear comes out, I tell you. She is yeah. here. Animal yeah. instinct takes over. The animal instinct takes over. No rationale. Just goes out the door. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mom life moment, but I'm going to share one of my mom's, one of my mom's mom life moments. So, hi mom, if you're listening. Um, so it kind of piggybacks off of you. I always used to tease my mom because if anybody would bother us, or if anybody would say something to us that she didn't like, or if a teacher did something, her instinct, and I don't know if she trained herself to be this way so that she didn't, like, growl at people, but her instinct was like, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to write them a letter. And we were always like, Mom, really? Like, we were seniors and juniors in high school, and she's talking about, I'm going to write them a letter. And we're like, put the pen down, Mom. Put the pen down. (laughs) That was her thing. She was going to write him a letter. And if she's listening, I know she's cracking up because she knows that it's true. And, like, I'm telling you, I think I was, like, 28, and she was talking about writing my doctor a letter. I'm like, mom. <laughs> I love I'm just going to write the letter. <laughs> she was being mama bear, but in a very diplomatic way. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yep. I love it. Oh, yep. that's awesome. And I'm pretty sure the diplomatic mama bear was probably birthed out of a similar experience to your niece. And this is the way she dealt right. with it for like years. Right. There's a back. <laughs> so maybe I need to try to write a letter. Because I was about to like flip over chases. <laughs> Get out of there. Yeah, you can, yeah. you could write him a letter and leave it on his chair the next morning at school. Yeah, so good. Just use a lot of emojis. Yes, and I think you're right. Simple. Simple the word. Simple. There you go. Figure it out. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, can I just say, I love 
mom life moments. They always make me laugh. Even, you know, even the ones that don't make me laugh, it just makes me feel like, hey, I'm part of this community of people that just get it. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. I love mom life. Yeah. Well, I actually saw one on, just really quick, I saw one on Facebook this week that made me laugh a little bit out loud. And um, <laughs> it's, it's a mom um, that she posted on Facebook a picture of her husband and her daughter going to a daddy-daughter dance. And the caption was, I sent these two to the wrong uh the wrong school dance on the wrong day at the wrong location. Like, and then it was basically like hashtag parenting, but it really should have been like hashtag mom life. Wrong day, wrong time, wrong place. But it was really cute. And it was, yeah. I bet they had so much fun too. Mom life. That is real life mom life. I don't know how many times I've written the wrong thing in the wrong time in my calendar. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's not right. So, that's what it is. Mom, right. Well, ladies, I am excited to get to jump in to our topic today. Today is our last podcast on the topic of faith. But because we're faith mamas, we know that we're going to be talking about faith forever. Um, so, I'm just excited to be a part of this community and be able to talk about faith. And I want to really quickly just jump to – um Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven, and we you don't you don't have to even go there. I'm just going to say it really quickly. This is a scripture where we we learn to walk by faith and not by sight. Uh, walk by faith and not by sight. And I wanted to bring that up because we are about to start a radio station, y'all. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah. <laughs> and talk about walking by faith and not by sight. We're going to dig into a few things in this podcast, but I've got to say, I want to encourage anybody, if God has told you to do something crazy and you have no idea how it's going to get done, great. You're in the right place. That means that God is speaking and God is moving because his visions never seem possible. And that's because he wants to prove that he is the God that can make the impossible possible and completely blow your mind. So I'm going to give a really quick brief view of what I was thinking when God started talking about a radio station. And I want you guys to jump into about what you thought when you first heard Faith Mama's radio. But I'll be honest, guys, when I first, when I was in prayer and God was just speaking to me about this Faith Mama's radio, I was like, wait, wait, what? Wait, huh? You want us to do what? Like, we have a podcast, God. It's going pretty good. So I was really thinking like, God, we have this podcast. The podcast is going well. Let's not rock the boat here. <laughs> you know, let's not, let's not rock this boat. And God's like, yeah, I'm going to rock the boat. I don't even want you in the boat. I want you walking on the water. So get out of the boat. Stop worrying about whether the boat is rocking. And honestly, God has really laid out things for this radio station and I'm super pumped because I know that he's going to use it as a tool to encourage moms and I'm talking about 24 hours a day seven days a week you'll be able to plug into not only a radio station but you'll be able to download an app that you'll have access to a radio station the devotionals the Facebook community 
everything. And it's all because God called us to walk out on the water and we said, okay. And I just want to just encourage any moms listening. If God's telling you to do something and step out on the water, just go, just go. You'll be amazed at what he can accomplish. So I want to ask you ladies, what did you guys think when you heard Faith Mama Radio? Well, for me, I was like, I mean, that sounds really good, but I don't know how to do any of that. (laughs) And honestly, like being really transparent, I was pretty terrified. Um, I was overwhelmed. I felt like, okay, no, I I think the concept is is great. I think it's definitely something needed for the Faith Mama community, but like, I, I have no experience in how to put this together. And um, what God has been showing me through this process of building this uh, radio station is that it's not about me at all. It's not about me and my ability. And he's, he's been consistently showing me this as I've, I've um, you know, been engaged with the Faith Mamas community. Is like, this is not about you. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm using you as a, the, the vessel, but this is all about me. And, um, but God is just so awesome that he's been like, he's, that's what he's really been showing me through this radio network is that it, it, it truly is honestly all about him and that, you know, we're just, we're just the vessels that he's chosen to utilize, uh, to spread his word and his message and to bring more moms to him. But yeah, I, I, at the first, the first time we, we talked about this, I was definitely like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was, like, I had mixed emotions. First, I was like, yes, oh, my gosh, yes, that's awesome. I'm hyped, you know, because I'm like, all right. And then I pause, and I'm like, well, how? You know, it's kind of like what you said. And it's funny because I feel I do that so many times. When God, like, will tell me some things, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it's like, well, wait a minute, how do I do that? And then I start searching within myself and trying to figure it out and thinking it's hard, you know, oh, this is going to be impossible, you know, because it's huge. So I'm like, how are we going to even do that? And then all of a sudden it's just like, I realized even with whatever God shows us to do in faith, it's agreement. You know, that's the thing he shows us. I just need you to agree and believe. Like I'm going to do, like the funny thing is God does a lot of the heavy lifting. We participate. He does a lot of the heavy lifting. And I realized that. And so when I first heard it, yes, I had, it was like I was uh, two sides of a coin. Like I went from one side of yeah to like, uh-oh, what in, how do we do that? Um, and he just like, I don't know, God is awesome. He blew my mind with how it's all coming together. I'm so excited about it because I love to listen to music anyway and stuff when I'm at work. So I'm always like listening to a mix of music. And then I'm also listening to podcasts or YouTube videos or things that are encouraging. Most of the time I'm listening to a lot of sermons or self-help things. So to know we're going to have all of this in one spot and it's to encourage and uplift, I cannot wait. Like, I'm very excited. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Oh, and when you guys hear some of the, the um, shows that are going to be up there, whoa, get ready because there are some powerful sisters that are just doing phenomenal things that they're going to share. And I cannot wait to tune in. Like, and it's all day long. I mean, y'all can play it in your sleep. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am so excited about this. I actually was doing some work for the radio station 
today and I was listening to some of the intros and the outros of the awesome shows that are going to be on the station. And I'm super pumped. And I want to um, kind of draw us even deeper into ourselves as we look at this concept of faith, as we prepare for Faith Mama Radio. The launch is going to be on April 28th. Super excited. We're having a launch event. If you are in the DMV area or if you can get to the DMV area, we encourage you to purchase your tickets. You can go to faithmamas.com slash events to get them there. I'm just really excited. I can't wait until April 28th when this unveiling happens and moms can be encouraged. But one of the things that God's been talking to me about as we've been digging into faith, as this radio station is underway, God's been talking to me about this concept that it's bigger than you. He's telling Mm -hmm. me it's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. And when we go back to that scripture that we kind of started with, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, where we learn to walk by faith and not by sight, God is showing us the reason this is necessary is because you have to understand it's bigger than you. Your sight will only allow you to see things from your perspective. And it's bigger than you. God's plan is bigger than you. So you have to be able to put on the lens of faith versus the lens of sight because it skews your vision. It skews your vision to just you. And this is necessary when you're stepping out on faith and doing a big thing for God. It's necessary when you're in relationships with people. It's necessary when you are healing um, and going through a process of healing for yourself. It's necessary to take off the sight glasses because it skews your perspective and put on the faith glasses. And the one person in the scriptures, I mean, there's other examples, but the one that did it best <laughs> has got to be Jesus. And if we look at Luke, and if we look at Luke uh, chapter 23, and you could probably go back as far as verse 26, but we're going to jump a little bit um, to verse 32. So Luke chapter 23, verse 32. And what's happening here, just to kind of give a little background, is that Jesus, um, he's basically going to the cross at this point. Uh, he had had to carry his cross. Um, he's got, he got help carrying the cross to where he was to be crucified. People were spitting at him. They were, I mean, all types, if you can imagine the just gruesome, mean things people could be doing, they were doing it. Um, as he was walking with this heavy cross, knowing that he was about to get nailed to it and that he was about to, to die. And his reaction, God was just as this, has just been showing me that his reaction truly exemplifies what it means to walk by faith. And so I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says that uh, two others, both criminals, were taken along with him for execution. When they got to the place called Skull Hill, and so that's the, that's the translation, um, this is the message Bible, but when they got to the place called Skull Hill, they crucified him along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And that's the big part right there. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And I always wondered, God, how in the world was Jesus able to say that in probably the most difficult, painful moment of his life here on earth? And God said that he was walking by faith. He put on his faith glasses. He took off his sight glasses. 
um, that was just his perspective, how he felt. And he put on his face glasses and realized that God's plan was so big that it required this little bit of sacrifice, but it was going to yield so much fruit. And Jesus was looking at the whole situation through that lens, and he knew that the people were not looking through a faith lens. They had no idea what they were doing. They could only see from a sight lens from their own perspective. And God was just blowing my mind with this concept of changing, shifting our glasses, for lack of a better term, from sight to faith and walking with a faith perspective instead. So my question to you, ladies, is what are your thoughts after reading this passage of Scripture? Man, that um, I'm glad I wasn't Jesus. Because, I mean, I just talked about flipping over chairs in a mom life moment, so I don't really feel excited about hearing what my initial thoughts would be. Um, but when I think about it even more, like I'm listening to what you were saying and listening to what the verses were saying, and it does take faith. You know, it took faith for, I believe, Christ to see the people and to see the situation and knowing that the people that were doing these things, they are still loved by God. You know, it takes faith to look past the actions and to really view people and situations as God sees them, you know, minus the ugliness and the sin and, you know, the things that they do. Like, it really takes faith to look at a situation and to see the good and to be the bigger person. And I, you know, I'm not saying that situation was good. It was kind of rough, but it, it led up to an amazing, you know, it, it had to happen and it made, led up to one of the most amazing events ever, you know, with the resurrection of Christ. But it just really takes faith to have a perspective that you're going to view something the way God would view it and that you're going to, like, even faith to be the bigger person. Like, I don't have to take up for myself. It's okay because God has it. He's going to handle it. And and I don't know. I just look at it and you're right. The whole entire situation took faith. And I like how you talked about taking and putting on your faith glasses because that's a whole nother perspective than what you see. Whole nother perspective. Yeah, I I agree with what you both are saying. And um, that's something that I actually commit to prayer like pretty frequently almost on a daily basis is like for me like hearing that scripture is like so humbling also to know that like man god loves us so much that he let this awful terrible horrible thing happen to his son so that we can spend eternity with him like that is it's just like so humbling um it makes me feel like man i'm worthy of that kind of love like what um but also, like, I put into my prayers on a daily daily basis, or at least I try to, is, like, for for God to show me his lenses and, and not for me to look through my own. Because my own lenses oftentimes um, are emotional or my lenses are oftentimes cluttered with, you know, things from my past or, or you know, feelings from my past or, you know, just if they're... they're they're filtered in a different way than how God sees us and, and sees the situations and circumstances that we face. And so I like, I want to encourage everybody listening. You know, I think this is an awesome conversation that we're having is to, to 
to put on the lenses and, and, you know, start to view ourselves and start to view the situations and the other people in our lives the way that God does. It's totally a hard thing. It's totally a hard thing. But, you know, um, just reading that, that scripture, like, it's so worth it. It is. And can I add one thing? Because, Ryan, you said something that made me think about something so important when we're putting these glasses on, like, you know, and looking at this, having this lens and this view. Christ was able to have that lens and that view because he had a relationship, you know, with his father. And they were one, right? And so because of that, the ask he made when he said to forgive them, you know, he knew that that's what he was supposed to do um, because he knew that that was, you know, forgiveness is very important. But he wasn't alone like, in that decision, right? God was there because there's an interaction, you know, that's there. And so I want to encourage everyone when we're sitting there and we're thinking about, well, how do I put these lenses on? Because it feels like it's so hard. Well, you know, one, knowing that God is near, anytime you have to step out on faith and do these kinds of things and that he's there. So it's like you're in a partnership. You know, he's like, okay, come on. But when you put, you put them on. And I'm going to show you what, like the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you, and I'm going to show you what you're supposed to be seeing now that you put them on, if that makes any sense. You know, yeah. he's there. We have help. And, you know, it's so powerful because um, as we talk about, like, putting these lenses on and walking by faith and things like that, what I realize is that as we make these decisions to walk by faith in some of the difficult moments in our life, um, they, those difficult moments turn into some of the most powerful moments. And it's oftentimes, yeah, and it's in the middle of the storm, right? It's in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the walk to Golgotha, which is Jesus here, in the middle of these difficult situations. God said, if you'll trust me here, if you'll trust me here, I will blow your mind at what is possible. If you will walk by faith and walk in complete expectation of me doing something amazing he's like i'll blow your mind to what's possible and you know the amazing thing about jesus here is that he trusted god to the death he was like even if i even though i'm dying here on this side of eternity i expect that my sacrifice will not be in vain because I know who I serve. I know who I am. I belong to God. He is my father. So I can literally kick my feet up in heaven and know that, hey, that that sacrifice is going to yield a ton of fruit because that's how God operates. And one of the things that God's just trying to get me to realize and really pushing into my head is that there is no amount of sacrifice. There is no amount of press. There is no amount of tears. There is no amount of any of that, that if we submit all of it to God and say, God, even though this is going on, I will love you. I will serve you. I will walk with you. God will turn all that around and yield some amazing things from that. I know from my life personally, there have been instances where I literally thought there's no coming back from this moment. Like, this has got to be the darkest point of my life and I was like okay God help you know I trust you and a year later or two years later I'm like whoa God was able to take what I thought was an impossible situation turn it around all because not because I was like Lord 
fix my situation, but because I trusted him that, God, you've got to have something better than this, so I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep walking with you. I'm going to I'm gonna run this race to the end. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stop. I may, need, I may need you, God. I may need you to pick me up a couple times, but I'm, I'm going to keep pressing forward. And I'm just amazed at what God can do in the middle of the storm. That's so good and so true. Like, so true. Like, God truly does keep his promises um, to us. Um, and, like, similar to you, Dominique, uh, I've been in places in my life where I'm like, okay, yep, this is it. Like, to the point where I wanted to even take my own life. And here I am at this point in my life, like, you know, when I first came to, to the Faith Mamas community, I felt like I was only on the receiving end. Like, you know, I was always reaching out to people that pray with me or pray for me. And I was always like, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. And, you know, now here we fast forward to now, like, I'm able to pour out, pour out, pour out because God has poured so much into me. And he has transformed my heart and my life in ways that I truly never imagined possible knowing the dark places that I was in. And so, like, just to echo the sentiment um, that Dominique has already shared is that, like, when we put our trust in him and when we walk by faith expecting that, you know, God is going to do it, he, he really does. And and it, it, it he and he'll do it in such a way that you know that you know that you know it ain't nothing but God. And it's good that he does it that way because it's kind of like you know that those are our personal testimonies. One, because they to me they help build our faith, right? And then two, we're able to share with other people so that we can let them know, hey, look, if God did this for me, He can do it for you because He is, He loves us all. He's not a respecter of persons and, you know, um, he's limitless, nothing he can't do. So just like listening to what you all are saying is so true. And I believe he does it to like just ignite a piece of himself in us because like it kind of just like brands inside of you, like this event that you can never forget. And what happens is like, it's like, okay, you remember when I did this? Well, okay, look, we made it over that hurdle. We can definitely make it over this next hurdle. And we can definitely, like, it's just like this log that you get to go back to, to, to pretty much kind of like you're a self, you're able to encourage yourself. Like we encourage one another. Yes, we do. But then I feel we also, God gives us these little glimpses and situations to say, I need you to lay back on this and remind yourself of this because I need you to push yourself forward too. Man, this is so powerful. And you said a word and you said testimony. And I think about everything that God has done, um, I might get a little misty-eyed, but everything that God has done in the Faith Mamas community um, and where it kind of started. And I think back to, um, some of you guys may know this, uh, but when I had my third child, Isaiah, I had already had two C-sections within like two years of each other. Like, and this is now four years from my first C-section, and it hadn't been that long. And, you know, the doctors are like, it's impossible. You cannot have a vaginal delivery. It's impossible. You cannot do it. And God kept saying, yes, you can. No surgery. And walking by faith, 
Ryan touched on this at the beginning. Walking by faith is not easy. And a lot of times you come in contact with a lot of opposition. People that are like, no, this can't, this can't happen. And God is literally saying, if you will walk with me, hold on to the word that I gave you. Whatever that word is, hold on to that word that I gave you and walk with me through the, the woods, through the, the desert, through all of this. He says, I just need you to walk with me through it. Don't let go of my hand. Don't stop in the middle. Just walk with me through it and watch what I can do at the end. And I remember being in labor in the hospital for three days plus and going through uh, multiple doctors. I went through four different doctors. Um, all of them had different perspectives on my situation. Some said, oh, it might be possible. Some said, absolutely not. And the one right before Isaiah was born was just like, no, absolutely not. I've already booked you a surgery room. Let's go. It's like literally like the enemy was like, let me throw everything at her to make her quit. When I held on to God's word through the support of the support network, through the Faith Mamas community that was already building and my husband that was there, um, and this community was building unbeknownst, unbeknownst to me. I didn't even know what God was doing in the moment. But after getting through that, it was like, Oh, it happened. God's word manifests. And I thought that was it. Like I was like, praise the Lord, God. Oh, this act of faith. Now my baby is here and I didn't have surgery. And God was like, huh, you thought that was it? Mm. <laughs> from this one act of faith, right? He was like, I'm going to put a community of moms together from this one act of faith. And they're going to study the word. Oh, but you thought that was it? Oh, no. From this one act of faith, I'm going to start a podcast and it's going to reach more moms. Oh, but you thought that was it? Oh, from this one act of faith, I'm going to build a radio station that's going to do reach worldwide. And moms are going to be able to plug into it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I don't know what else he's going to do. But God says, all I need is one act of faith. And watch what I can do. Jesus is one act of faith right there. Somebody just got saved right now. Oh, wait. Somebody just got saved right now. Oh, I bet somebody just got saved right now. Like, from this act of faith that happened thousands of years ago. And I, I'm just like, God, just like, I just need one act of faith. One opportunity for you to walk with me through your darkest, deepest storm. And trust me that this is not the end. And watch what I can do. I'm glad you shared that testimony, Dominique. And every time you share it, I'm like, oh, my goodness. That it takes, like I said, it's not easy. It takes the faith. And it's so amazing that at the end, you're just going to, you want to stop and you want to give in. But, like, holding on to what God told you is the key. Mm -hmm. Holding on. And if anything doesn't look like what he told you, you let those things go, but you hold on to what he said. And I needed to hear that because I have to remember to hold on to what he said. It's going to look the opposite a lot of times because he's so awesome. Like, he doesn't do what everybody else would do. <laughs> he just, like, he doesn't do what everyone else does. So thank you for sharing that again. That's awesome. That is awesome. And it's so funny. I just feel like saying this to you and to anyone listening, you're going to get a whole bunch of no's from people. Those no's mean nothing when God said yes. They mean absolutely nothing. And you're going to have a word from God. You may be right now looking 
at a word from God, something God gave you, something he told you to do, something he, maybe a promise he said over your marriage or your family, or maybe a promise he gave you about a car, I'm just saying, um, and you hear no, and you think, well, that, that contradicts what God mm-hmm. said, so maybe I misheard God. No, you didn't. You didn't mishear him. The no's are going to come. They are inevitable. The no's are necessary. It's almost like going to the gym and you have to build your strength up. The no's are necessary because God's like, are are you going to still trust me with a no? Are you going to still trust me even if it doesn't look like it? Like, come on, Jesus. I told Jesus he was going to be the prince of princes and he was going to be the king of kings and he was going to be i told i promised jesus all this stuff and now he's going to die on a cross that looks completely opposite god god's like but are you still going to trust me like i my word didn't go anywhere where did your trust go is it still here it's still with me you're going to get tons of notes i want to encourage you out there if you're if you are believing god for a baby and you're like oh it seems like every time I go to the doctor, uh, it's not happening. Let me encourage you. If God gave you a word, it's, it, that word can't, there's no no that can undo that word. There's no no that a human being can give you, that science can give you, that can trump God's yes. Obedience is key. And I'll, I'm going to try to share a really, really quick testimony if I can because something happened to me similar. I had a no. I was. I'm not going to tell years ago, but it was some years ago. <laughs> I was in graduate school, and I was at Hampton University, and I was, like, having some financial struggles. And I was in a church service, and um, they were giving the first fruit offering, and people were going up and giving their first fruit. And I'm thinking, I don't have any fruit to give because I'm barely making it as you speak. And they haven't given me my refund check, and I'm living off that to go to grad school. So I don't have a fruit. I actually want to go, and we're over 20 minutes for church. This is my thought. Really bad. Um, and so I'm sitting there. This lady turns around to me. She said, well, baby, would you like to give some first fruit? And I'm thinking, ma'am, if you, I take money from you. No, at first I said, well, I would love to, but I don't have anything to give. She said, well, how much would you typically give? And so I told her the dollar amount. I'm like thinking, honey, I don't need you to write any checks for me because now you're one more person I have to pay. And I have nothing. And so she said, well, if I write this for you, will you take, her question to me was specifically, if I give this to you, will you take it up front? And before I knew it, my head was shaking yes. And I'm holding, and I'm walking. All of a sudden, I'm grabbing a check, and I'm walking to the front. And I don't know what happened. Like, it was some kind of trance or something I went into. Like, I was just in another world. I'm like, what am I doing? I take it up there. As soon as the pastor prays, starts praying for me, I don't remember anything he said. The next thing I know, I remember coming to, because somehow I, fell out on the floor and was saying Jesus. That's all I remember. But let me tell you the important the interesting thing about that. I applied for a job the week before with the city of Virginia Beach. It was an internship to give me more money and kind of help me out. And they told me no. They, and the interesting thing was when I got the no, you know, I got the letter, but they called me. They were like, we really enjoy interviewing you, but, you know, we gave the position to someone else. And we just want you to know it was a pleasure to speak with you. And I was like, well, that's interesting because most no's just give you a letter and that's it. But I got the letter. So anyway, I get the letter. Then I go to church. We give the first fruit offering. That wasn't even, like I said, mine. This lady gave it to me to give on behalf, I guess, of myself. And within that next week, you guys, they called me back 
And so we know we told you now. And we apologize for putting you through this. And if you don't want to do it, we understand. But we moved someone else out of that position. And so the internship position is open. And if you would have it, we would love for you to have us. Like, they asked me to have them when I was interviewing with them. And I had the letter that said no. I had the letter that said no. Now, I believe that entire act was, although I was kicking and screaming being obedient, so I'm saying that to someone who's kicking and screaming with your obedience, follow through. Continue to be obedient because there's something that happens when faith meets obedience. Like, it's amazing. No's turn to yeses. Like, I mean, I had the letter where they said no. And within about two weeks, I had a yes. That's the thing about God. Like, the no's don't mean anything. He's like, so what? I said yes. That's all that matters. (laughs) God is amazing. And I know... I know that we have to wrap up and, and close, and I really don't want to, but I know we have to. But I want to first. I want to share with you guys that are listening. There are some awesome things coming up within this next sixty days. Like we have sixty days to launch for this radio station and encouragement app, just for moms, for moms, by moms. Anybody can listen to it. Obviously, it's going to be great content from any, for any and everybody. But know that it is behind the scenes. It's a whole bunch of mamas working together to bring this thing uh, bring this thing out and God is doing some amazing things using some amazing moms to push this out and so I'm just really excited about that and I want to encourage you guys to keep listening for these next 60 days what we're really doing is we're saying you know what there's power in our story our stories are important and they need to be told why because God intervened in our lives in so many ways, and we need to tell the story to encourage someone else, to encourage ourselves. So we're going to be hearing from stories from faith mamas just like you that are in the community that are saying, hey, I'm ready to tell my story. If that is you, you're ready to tell your story, I encourage you to go ahead and let us know in the Faith Mamas Facebook group or on the Faith Faith Mamas Facebook page that you are ready to tell your story or on our Instagram page, wherever you find us at or or on our website. And just let us know that you are ready to tell your story. We would love to hear from you, whether that's you coming up on the podcast, whether that's you sharing your story in the Facebook group, whether that's you writing your story and allowing us to send it to the the email community, whatever that looks like, God is going to continue to show you the power that he has given you through your story, through your testimony. And so we're excited to hear from you guys. So that's our challenge today. That really is our challenge. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories, your testimonies. We want to hear your prayer requests and things that you're going through right now. So we just encourage you to plug into the Faith Mamas community um, any way you can, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, the Facebook group, um, the website. And share your story with us. And we know that God is going to transform lives through your testimony. Your testimony is important. It shows the amazing things that God is capable of and we're willing to walk with him through the storm. So I'm just so excited to hear from you, Mama. And I'm going to um, throw it over to, actually going to throw it over to Ryan and ask if Ryan can pray us out this evening. Of course, Father God, we come to you just so humbly, Lord God, to say thank you. 
Thank you, Father, for this community of moms. Thank you, Father, for this sisterhood that you are building within the community of Faith Mamas, Lord God. I just thank you for every mom listening to this episode, Lord God. And I just pray right now, Father God, that you would give her heart courage, Lord, to share her story, to share her testimony, to let her know that each time she shares a piece of her story, Lord God, that she's bringing honor and glory to your name, Father. And not only is she bringing honor and glory to your name, but she's being liberated, Lord God. She's being set free by the shackles that have her bound in the shame of her story or the guilt of her story, Lord God. She is letting the world know that she is trusting you, Lord God, to bring her through. So I just pray, Father God, for every mom who is, um, interested in sharing their story with us and, and, and wants to give their testimony, but maybe is unsure of how to move their feet, Lord God. I just pray that you be with them, Lord God. Give her courage, Father God, to step forth and understand that her testimony is important to you, Father, because it shows your power, Lord God. It shows that your your power and might and glory are bigger and better than anything we can fathom for ourselves, Lord God. And so I just thank you, Father God, for each mom that is on the um that is listening, Lord God, to this episode and wants to share her story with us. I, I pray, Lord God, that um other moms be empowered, Lord God, by your word and your wisdom, Lord God. And we just thank you so much for this opportunity. We thank you for this platform, Lord Jesus, to be able to bring moms to you, Lord God, to be able to grow moms, to heal their souls, to heal their hearts, and ultimately heal and touch their families, Lord God, in only a way that you can do. So we just thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord God, and we just love you, and we just ask that you continue to bless the Faith Mama community, Lord God, and continue to work through us, Lord. It is in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen.